This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today's guest on Valley View is Barry Keene, board member of West Custer County Hospital District and the Enterprise Zone Contact. Barry, welcome to the program. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to come and talk about our program. How long have you been here in the Valley? Uh, I bought land here in 2000. Um, I have owned a house here since 2006, and I retired permanently year-round here uh, mid-2017. And what was your gig when you were uh, working? (laughs) Well, I actually was uh, involved in motor racing for about 35 years uh, as an uh, advocacy and uh, I was a mechanical engineer. I founded Keen Research and Development and uh, ran it for the last 25 years of my career, focused on uh, vibration and thermal analysis of ruggedized electronic packages. That sounds pretty high tech. Um, yeah, um, math intensive, uh, and um, it was a great fun. Uh, I, I, I couldn't imagine what else I would have liked to have done for my career. That's what we all should say at the end of a career. Uh, How long have you been on the hospital board? Only about a year I was appointed uh, after the passing of one of our board members. I had been attending board meetings for a couple years uh, and tuned in to what was going on. I felt that the, the clinic in particular was a critical piece of infrastructure in the county, and I was very interested to see it improve. I knew of some of the efforts to bring us to the status of a clinic that could uh, receive enhanced Medicare reimbursement, which is a big deal in that half of our revenue comes from Medicare. And the ratio is something on the order of two to one between a standard Medicare reimbursement and what the enhanced reimbursement is. But you have to be a specific status clinic, which our uh, alignment with Heart of the Rockies allowed us to become in just this past year. It's very exciting. So you hit the board about the right time for working on that. Um, certainly, and I didn't work on that. I, I sat in the audience, uh, but uh, I was certainly attuned to it, and I was very familiar with the structure of Medicare reimbursements uh, from other advocacy work I had done over the years. So I knew how important this was, and I really did push pretty hard to have this move forward. But it was the board in place two years ago that really, or three years ago, that really made this happen. It took a long time. This was not a simple transaction. We've had several interviews over the years with folks from the hospital district. And I know Heart of the Rockies was in the works for you know a fair amount of time. Those things do not happen overnight. Let me ask you about the enterprise zone In broad strokes for folks unfamiliar, what are the nuts and bolts of that? Well, the Colorado legislature wanted to create more incentive for local investment in low-income or economically distressed areas. They divided the state up into 16 geographic regions, created administrators. Uh, We're in the central region, which we share with Chafee County, Fremont County, a couple others. And we're designated uh, as a county that has a distressed economy. It doesn't mean that everybody here is in poverty, but certainly we could improve. And what they wanted to do was to encourage local investment. And so they created a thing called an enterprise zone, which in effect, what it does is allow you to receive 
a significant tax credit for a donation to a qualified entity within the enterprise zone. And that tax credit is 25% for a cash donation or 12.5% for an in-kind donation. And these are credits that come right off of the very bottom line. Whatever you actually owe in taxes, uh, you can take the enterprise zone credit and apply it to that. So it's different than the traditional donation um, deduction that you get for donations to not-for-profits, which comes off of your income. This comes right off of your taxes, so it's significant. And for many people, normal donations uh, don't actually affect the taxes. You know, you don't get up to that level. As you say, this comes right off the bottom line. I suspect a lot of folks donating perhaps aren't even that interested in the tax implications. They're just trying to do the right thing. Yeah, that's certainly true. And I'm so proud of the philanthropy here in the Valley. And if you walk, when you walk into the clinic in that outside entrance, the main entrance, if you take a minute and look at all of the bricks uh, that were given names by the original donors, this is long before Enterprise Zones even existed. These are philanthropic people that uh, were generous and had a vision for the Valley and knew that we needed a true standalone clinic and contributed, I'm sure, without much caring around their donation and tax deductions and things like this. They meant to see something happen. Can you give me an example of a recent project to give folks an idea of what sorts of things are sure. uh, involved here? I, I, I'll give you a, a range. Last year, we unexpectedly had to do a survey of the Wetmore area to determine, to help them understand what their options were for improved uh, ambulance, EMS service, after Fremont County was no longer able to help them, or Florence, that is. And at that time, that wasn't a budgeted thing, and people don't realize how much surveys cost. So we had two donors, Andy Up, uh, to split a $540 expense for postage and uh, mailing. That, that was uh, a small cash donation, but it made a difference. It was something we did not have to deal with in an unbudgeted way. There again this year, we have an in-kind set of donations. This is a collaborative, it's a beautiful thing. It's a collaborative group of three different entities that are contributing in-kind close to $20,000 for improvements needed in the EMS building. And I don't want to reveal those people at this time because we're not quite there and I want to make a big splash for them when we have the project done and have photographs and other things like that. So there's the range uh, from $270 to $20,000. We set a budget this year for $29,000. We're required to set a budget as an enterprise zone so the state can monitor whether or not we're really doing anything. And our budget this year was $29,000. we will come in a little short of that because we really got focused on this one project and it took some work to put it together. How did COVID affect this process? Well, um, last year, we took a little heat from the state from the, for the Enterprise Zone because we had such a small amount of donations as compared to our budget for last year. COVID hit, and we decided consciously to just lay low. We knew the philanthropic community was going to be very stressed at dealing with unexpected expenses from COVID. Fortunately, the hospital or the clinic itself was able to get significant funds from the federal government for COVID, but that we still had a drain on the local philanthropic community. And we decided to let that drain go to where it needed to go immediately and would come back this year with projects and solicitation. 
entities making donations include companies and individuals, I suspect. Sure. Yeah. Um, the the examples, the two examples I offered, uh, the first one were direct donations in cash from individuals for the coverage of our survey expense, whereas the in-kind donations are actually three separate companies that had to come together to make this project happen. And I'm just really proud of their philanthropic thought. Uh, when I approached each of them about this, the, their answer, to my surprise, was simply, yeah, we're on board. And that was shocking and just a wonderful pleasure. For folks thinking about donating, are there some future projects that have already been identified? Yes. We, we are always looking into the future. And on the, particularly on the EMS side, I would really like to establish a scholarship or, and or uh, tuition reimbursement program that is sustainable. I'd like to have some sustainable contributions, ongoing contributions. We want to build our professional community here uh, because we can't find enough paramedics in the valley. And so we'd like to grow them. We have EMTs and to make the step from EMT to paramedic is about a $12,000 tab of education. I'd love to make more of those jobs Custer County residents. So that's one on the EMS side. Over on the clinic side, we would like to see an improved area for the break room uh, outside the west end of the building where our employees can enjoy getting outside and, and, and enjoy Custer County weather most of the year. But it's, it's hot. Uh, on that side. You get a lot of sun. So we need an awning. We need some other things done over there. In addition, we often, it's remarked that our clinic doesn't look like lots of other hospital type facilities. There's no landscaping to speak of. There's no uh, shaded areas on the south side of the building where patients can go and sit and wait for an appointment or wait for someone to pick them up. That's the sort of thing that in-kind donations can be very effective in, as well as cash donations, and we have some of that in mind going forward. If someone out there had a specific project they were interested in, and they knew it cost $1,000 and they donated $1,000, would that get the deal done? Absolutely, yeah. It's, there's no question you're welcome to donate uh, in a dedicated way to something that is needed, um, and if, in fact, you couldn't donate the full amount, we would earmark however much you donated and then wait until we accumulated additional funds to do the project, but you can earmark a cash donation. Obviously, in-kind donations are implicitly what the donor wants to give. Exactly. So if I owned a roofing company and you needed a new roof, I could say, hey, I'd be willing to do, do this. You that bet. Would, that would be a classic in-kind donation. You bet. Or a window company or air conditioning. The clinic has is now operated by Heart of the Rockies. So the pers- all the personnel in the clinic and much of the interior instrumentation, all of this, uh, that material is controlled and operated by Heart of the Rockies. However, the hospital district remains responsible for the building infrastructure uh, and the grounds. And so uh, we're always looking for help with things like roofs. We recently had a guy jump up there. In fact, we had a little leak and we had a local contractor go up there gratis. I mean, there was no transaction at all. He just went up there and patched up a couple places that it was leaking. The Enterprise Zone, what, what is the timing on that? It, uh, it goes for a certain 
right. specific period of time. Right. You get an appli- you you do an application and it's approved and th- that begins uh, a five year clock. Um, from the time the application was approved. Uh, It's not a year-to-date kind of thing. In fact, my report for this year is due the end of this month, and all donations for this season are due uh, in November. Uh, And that's simply because that's the timing when we were originally approved. Uh, After the five-year run, uh, we're welcome to create a new application. So when you were putting together the application, what were your thoughts behind what was critical for the hospital district? Well, the Enterprise Zone is based on creating an economic improvement in the region. It's, they're not given necessarily to hospital districts or fire districts or anything else. They're given uh, to improve the, ec- the economy of the region. And one of the things that we noted and we targeted was the fact that if we could make sufficient improvements in the clinic to reduce the number of down-the-hill trips for routine medical care, we would probably reduce the amount of shopping that's done uh, in conjunction with those things. Since you got to go to Pueblo or Canyon, wherever, uh, you might as well pick up items at Walmart or Kmart or wherever. Some of that revenue, if you didn't have to go down the hill, uh, would remain in Custer County and also benefit uh, the critical uh, sales tax infrastructure in Custer County. That really got the attention. Because we are a rural and somewhat isolated county, that really got the attention of the administrators of the Enterprise Zone. They saw the merit in that, and we believe it's happening. I can see the argument there. Uh, Barry, what have we missed as we run out of time? Well, I'd just like to say that, you know, we have this tax credit, and we're glad to be able to offer that. But it's when I... in, in, involved with people that are doing philanthropic things in the county, uh, what I see predominantly is people that have generosity and vision. They, they're not so interested in knocking back their income tax uh, uh, to gain a tax credit. They have a vision for the county, and I want to be part of that. Barry, thanks for stopping by and filling us in on the Enterprise Zone. Thank you so much for the opportunity. We've been visiting with Barry Keene, board member of West Custer County Hospital District and Enterprise Zone Contact. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m., and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 